have no idea what you really are. Mm. You have no idea how deep this thing goes. Mm. You're one of us now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you keep going. Yeah, yeah, we still don't really know what movie we're doing. <laughs> Welcome back to Before and After the Movies. I'm Anthony. I'm Amon. And today it is time for a review of The Old Guard. The Old Guard, Netflix original. Netflix original. Yeah. Another one. Charlize Theron. Chivatel Ejiofor. Yeah. I'm going to butcher his name through the entirety yeah. of this podcast. Chivatel, we're sorry. We know you're listening and we're sorry. Yeah. And then a bunch of other people like Kiki something. Yeah, I just scrolled past those names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, there's... Uh, what's that uh, guy called? I was Okay, so I was reading down the cast list yeah. and... Wondering, I was like, okay, is this movie going to stand out? Is there going to be anything new about it? And then I saw that one of the cool, like, white guys playing a character called Booker. Oh, <laughs> I was like, great. oh, no. We need a generic name. Yeah, Booker uh, Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the old guard here, which I, until this, like, we talked, we said we were going to do this podcast, like, around a week ago. Mm-hmm. But I wanted my research to be kind of fresh, so I waited, knew yep. nothing about it. Like, literally, aside from the fact that Charlize Theron was in it, yep. that was it. Watched the trailer this morning, and I was just really disappointed when I watched the trailer, because I feel like I've seen this movie 10,000 yeah. times. Yeah, it's actually one of my points. Like, these Netflix originals, we got Old Guard, we, sat, we had Extraction yeah. a couple months ago. I don't know if you saw the trailer for the new one, Project Power. Yeah, well, that came up after this, and I was like, maybe we should do that instead, but that's not even out yet. No, but what are these, like... What are these weird, regressive, superpower yeah, movies exactly. coming out? exactly. These, like, hard R, they, like, live off the gore, and it's, like, yeah. slow-mo action. Like, at least Extraction had really, like, sick action. Yeah. Like... We could, I know we disagree about this, but you can tell by watching this movie trailer that the action's not going to be as good as the extraction action. Yeah, okay. Intentional rhyme. I agree. I agree. So let's talk a little bit about this. So it seems as if we're sort of getting to that tail end of the movie theater shutdown, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there are some movies around the corner. Tough to predict. Did uh, did Tenet get pushed back? I, I Not don't know. officially, but people are saying it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Thanks, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so it looks like we're stuck with these. I think these are kind of the last few movies that were probably shot in time before lockdown ended. So there's yeah. only so many movies they can keep putting out. Are, are we going to come in with this this kind of negative feel towards it? I mean, I feel like this this podcast has lately become like a bit of a hater pod. Like, I, know. I don't want to watch all these shitty movies <laughs> and talk shit yeah, about maybe them. Maybe this movie will surprise us. I it, hope so. There was something posted on their viewership, like 72 million or something like that. Yeah, that's... Unfortunately, quantity doesn't always reflect quality. No, yeah. People are just desperate for something new. Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy to think that it's been as long as it has since we've been to a movie yeah. theater. I miss the popcorn. Yeah, big <laughs> time. I mean, we've got some microwave stuff here, but... Yeah, it's not the same. Having said that, if this can if this can be as good as Extraction, I'll be happy. That's kind of the, the bar for me. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a point here, like... Charlize Theron, who I'm a big fan of, but lately I've seen a lot of repetition in her work. She's playing a lot of the same characters, these really emotionally flat, deadpan, like badass women. Yeah. And they got her in the badass role. What was the... Uh, Atomic the Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Yeah. And then Hancock, maybe. But yeah. That was, that was a while ago. Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's another one, I swear. Even when she's like not... I saw the movie with her and Seth Rogen. Uh, what was that one? I can't think what it's called. 
Oh, the the hot one or something? No. No, it's like you don't deserve her. Or something <laughs> like <that. laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> he's fat and ugly. She's hot, <laughs> but he's funny. I'm gonna look it up right now. The swing vote? No, that's what. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like Kevin Cosner. <laughs> oh, the long. It's not the about long shot. The long, long shots. Shot. Is it about politics? Yeah, it is. she's a. She's like trying oh, to be president. Was, oh, she was in Bombshell. I haven't seen... Is that another... Oh, that was, that was a, a political Oscar thriller, one. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fox News or something. So we know that she's got this in her locker to, like, do something really cool, but mm-hmm. this feels way too similar to Atomic Blonde. Just yes. stylistically yeah, and yeah. what we're in for, and I, I didn't even finish Atomic Blonde. I, had, I haven't even watched it. But she, so, I mean, that's not discredit Charlize as a actor-performer. Yeah, like, when she's on her game, she's one of the best. 100%, but yeah. I wonder what it is, and I, I read a thing. I, I did my best to avoid the Rotten Tomato score, and I did manage yeah. to avoid it. I don't know it either. I, I would guess, like, 63, yeah. if we're lucky. Yeah, probably but fresh. Yeah, I was just reading through the, like, Wikipedia page, and it said sequel, and I just saw, like, that part. The only line was, Charlize Theron's expressed interest in a sequel. It's like, why are you pushing all these, like... She wanted to do a John Wick Atomic Blonde crossover, apparently? Maybe she likes doing the... The action yeah, doesn't have to do any of the stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Some fast questions, Anthony? Yeah, him with some fast questions. All right. Question number one. Uh, will one, There's five of them, I think. Will one of them die? Yeah. Can uh, I tell you how really quickly? Get into how after. Okay. Question number two. Will there be some sort of prophecy? No. Okay. Question number three. I think there will be a prophecy. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. Question number three. Uh, is this going to be a good movie or a good for what it is movie? It's going to be a bad movie. Neither. Oh, okay. I think we're going to be really upset with this one. Really? I think, yeah. I think I might like this one. Just every single line felt like it has been said in another trailer before <clears throat> in the past. I just couldn't believe it. It was like, you're one of us now. Oh, do you see the second trailer? No, only only first one. Can I tell you this one thing that happens in it? Of course. <laughs> so like, it's when they first meet, like the new the new old guard member. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Get away from me!" And she like stabs Charlize Theron. She's like, "Please don't do that again." Oh, that's one of my predictions too. Like, oh, okay. We're gonna get one of those like tongue in cheek, like, "Ow!" Yeah. <laughs> Cracks the neck back yeah. in place. And then she's he's like. Did you get her? She's like, how, what's her quality like? Well, she tried to kill me, so it's a good start. Or something <laughs> like that. Oh, Ellen likes that one. Oh, there's also like a, a number of things where it's like, just because just cause you don't, cause just because we live forever doesn't mean we don't feel pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like all these like little chuckles after things get said. <laughs> you think you're, you think this is going to be a, a brutal two hours and five minutes? Yeah, two hours and five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's getting a little late here too. Yeah, that is a long film. Uh, okay, tell me how. Tell me how they kill off the. Obviously, they're gonna kill off. Yeah, one. so it's gonna be. And I, I, I've been throwing a lot of shade at Charlize. This all ties in. I've been throwing shade at Charlize, but I'd also like to toss a bit of shade at Chitwell Etafor because mm-hmm. he's also picking these like shit characters lately. Yeah, the only one that really springs to mind is Doctor Strange, where I just thought that was like the most boring character ever yeah more mordo and he's just yeah. reduced to like exposition in this movie if we can crack that genetic code it's like faux scientist like kind of accent. he's the he's the villain yeah yeah so what's gonna happen is he's obviously gonna have like hunger to capture this power yeah and then he's like i don't have more power than you can imagine and then he's basically gonna suck out the power from one of them yeah, and okay, get yeah. it and then like kill that person while they're mortal. Yeah. And I think we'll get a moment where Charlize Theron is like overpowered. She's like kicking ass and she slowly just gets overpowered and then she kind of watches it. She's like, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
and then there'll be like a big showdown but he'll like it'll manifest in him in a bad way so yeah, he gets yeah. like horns or something you're a bit spiky turns into venom. Abomin- <laughs> it's basically abomination this is what i'm getting yeah, from this movie i have that too some sort of life drain device that makes them mortal yeah some sort of MacGuffin type thing. Yeah, exactly. No, don't don't, let, it, don't yeah. let it attach to it. Or maybe like... We're going to take out its power source. Yeah, because they said they've come from like all these other times. Mm-hmm. I think like the key has been left in some like pyramid or something. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe we'll get a sky beam if we're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a question for you, like as far as predictions go, like yeah. how many, like what kind of time eras do you anticipate seeing in this oh, movie? Oh, okay. That, that kind of ties how into stre- my... How far can they stretch the $70 million budget? That kind of ties into my opening scene, if you don't mind. Please do. Opening scene starts off uh, Middle Ages. Okay. There's some sort of Renaissance age, and Charlize has like her battle in axe. In her little cabin, yeah. sharpening her axe. Sharpening her axe. <laughs> and she goes and kills some tyrant king or yeah. something like that. And, there's, like, and then she gets hung, but then she survives. Okay. So uh, she, waits, she waits until later when everyone leaves? Yeah, she, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then, then we sort of get like our opening credits kind of takes us through the uh, history to present day. You know, kind of like, like X Men Origins. World exactly. Yeah. World War One, World War Two, yeah. Cold War, that kind of thing. I would, I would like to see that. I've gone for a slightly like more boring, <laughs> generic opening scene. I think we might get uh, long ago like a voiceover oh, no. and like stop motion drawn animation. <laughs> 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 to like cut some of the corners <laughs> but they'll give you one so they'll give then it'll be like i think it's gonna go further back yeah, i think yeah. we'll get like at the dawn an animation of fire that slowly turns into a real fire <laughs> of these like <laughs> people walking down like a dark hallway and then oh we see God. Charlize Theron as like a uh like two like pharaoh or something yeah 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 and i think that's how we kind of and then we like fast forward to today and she's like in a coffee, like a really modern coffee shop yeah, or yeah. something. On her laptop, on her yeah, MacBook. Yeah, it goes from like a like a tombstone carving <laughs> to like a laptop. I can imagine, I can imagine them being like prophecy-wise, like there were rumored to be five gods. <laughs> oh no! But one. Yeah, that's Chiwetel. Yeah, no, it's the it's the girl. Oh, I, my prediction is that Chiwetel oh, he was is the like, sixth he, one, Yeah, maybe. he's been immortal the entire time. And he's like kind of oh, defected. Oh, okay. Yeah. And maybe Charlize knows about this secretly or oh, not. Okay, yeah. Some inter- There's things you don't understand. Mm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay, as far as the director goes, we'd like to shine oh, yeah. a little light on the director. Best known <laughs> from the team that brought us The Secret Life of Bees. <laughs> it was at every like movie rental store for like eight years. <laughs> the Secret Life of Bees. That's all I had heard of. This is directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. Yeah, so... Not sure what to expect from her, but I hadn't seen any of her other work, but I think it's cool to see, again, more women breaking into this kind of action mm-hmm. genre. There was, um, oh my God, what's the name of her director from Wonder Woman? Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Thank you. So that's great to see. Uh, I didn't really know anything else that she'd done though. No, I just took a quick look at the filmography. I have not seen any of it. <laughs> yeah. So... That's a bit concerning to me, knowing that like this is a pretty like action heavy film, and it's like a director who doesn't seem maybe I'm wrong, but doesn't seem to have like dabbled in that world too often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So either they've got like a great like you know like a second unit yeah, like stunt, yeah. stunt director, strong stunt team probably. But at, at the very least, I want to see like compelling action. I want the fi- the hits to feel hard. Mm-hmm. You always run the risk with these kind of superhuman, especially with like rapid healing, that you yeah. lose any sense of stake really quickly. Oh my god, I, that's one of my questions for you. Like, yeah. how do they, um, how do they weaken the characters? Yeah, there's got to be something with the 
the laboratory yeah, or yeah. something like they that. They all get infected at the start of the movie. Yeah, I think I think we'll see them like be super overpowered at first. There's mm-hmm. that like opening scene where they all get like gunned they down. They all get shot. But yeah. like, yeah, like if you can just do that, then mm-hmm. that's just gonna be make for a really suspenseless movie. Yeah, yeah, that was another good thing about Extraction. Yes, you, you slowly you felt, see Chris Hemsworth hits, picking yeah. up the hits as yeah, he goes yeah. on until he's just like can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that and that that is definitely a, an issue that we could run into with this film. Yeah, but there's there's. <laughs> cool themes to draw from that you know would being immortal be even worse than mortal because you'll see all your loved ones die everyone oh, you've yeah. ever we're loved getting, oh, we're getting that yeah. scene <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think this movie ends do you think that she chooses like a mortal life because okay can i can I paint my closing scene real quick oh please do so after the big big explosion <laughs> the the tractor beam gets stopped the fight against Chivatel, Chivatel, yeah. his own greed somehow ties into his demise <laughs> i need more power <laughs> i think uh charlize theron's about to die and kiki the character yeah. saves her and she like becomes like really one of the team mm-hmm. and then they sort of set up for a sequel by i know this is based on a graphic novel oh, so, okay so i think it's going to kind of be we need like a team of people who can help us from other threats. Cause I think we'll learn that there's more people like them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there could be more like we need to band together. And then the government's kind of like, we need you now. And they're like, well, not right now. And then I think they like take some kind of break and go on like to Fiji. Or oh something. yeah. And there's like a surfing scene. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to be around two Oh two. Oh no. <laughs> what are you thinking as far as the ending? Uh, I thought, yeah, I was thinking maybe like a Charlie's sacrifice type thing. Oh, she might die, you think? She might die to let like Kiki kind of carry on the old guard. Right. There's going to be a new guard. So maybe she could be saved, but she's like, no, like I'm ready. Or, yeah, like, yeah. She's had enough. Of, she's like, done She's done her time, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that sounds better. I think mm. you should be in charge of this movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Put me on a first AD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question for you here is so... You mentioned the trailer. The guy says that they still feel pain. Right. And we've also seen in the trailer multiple gunshots. Like, if you're going to take multiple gunshots, do you think they're going to show them, like, in excruciating pain? I mean, yeah. It seems like from what I've from what I've seen, it's not like they're impervious. Like, she puts her hand in the fire and it, like, burns her. Mm. So, obviously, they feel all the pain, which is something that, like, they est- the best thing we can compare this to is Wolverine, obviously. Yeah. And in the first one, they try and establish, she's like, do you feel the pain or whatever. Is yeah. it the cigar that he puts out or no, the when, his, when his claws come out? Oh yeah. Do you, is yeah. it hurt? And he's like every time, every time but yeah. they just kind of abandon that. Yeah. He just gets shot. All he gets the shot time in the head. And in he the second one. Care. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's a good thing they have is just because you are mortal. If you're in excruciating agony, that's even worse in a way. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can't be put out of your misery. Yeah. Yeah. But they have the healing properties. So. Yeah. And like how is the healing rules going to be like strict? Oh or is yeah. It well, super in the trailer, Charlie's like, look, you're already healing quicker. It's like eventually Charlie just doesn't feel pain. Yeah. So it's just, that sounds so boring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully it seems like these action movies after John Wick have definitely started doing like the longer takes, the one shots. Yeah. So I, I don't think we'll get many, jump cuts it's like some smooth smooth action well tracked yeah i hope so i was gonna say i think we're looking <clears throat> towards the finale like where they ha- i think the, the kind of climax is going to be like one of the old guard has been like captured okay so they can extract their powers yeah so i think it's going to be very much like there's only four there's only four of us left or whatever like mm. and there's hundreds of them and it's like this is what we do and then it's taking down like a big facility of some kind oh so you think it's facility eh? i was kind of leaning towards like uh 
like a corrupt government type approach in a random country. Oh, kind of okay. like um, like a third world country kind yeah, of like setting. Ex- like ex- is that the movie called The Expendables? Yeah. Yeah. With Stallone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that, where they go into this area, right, and kind of take it back. Yeah, and then Chiwetel or Ch- Ch- Chitowell is like kind of there. Yeah. Pulling the strings. I think it's going to be sort of foreign government facility, like a big castle, mm. and they have to like. We get like the little plan beforehand and the big lock and load scene. Yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think Charlize has a line where like she has got a battle battle axe? Like, why don't you just use a gun? She's like, This is more reliable or something like that. Oh, I really hope Axes not. don't jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think she'll have used guns the whole time, but kinda like for the final fight scene. No They gotta, they gotta take it back no. a bit old. <laughs> they, they gotta go a bit old school. She busts that out only for the final scene. Sing. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god, I've been a while, old friend. and then we cut to like two security guards at night old like bow and arrow oh yeah Yeah. we gotta go old school (laughs) yeah they've got an emp oh that's from uh hobbs and shaw they can't do that surely not uh i i said i got a prediction here we'll get some sort of reference to world war ii one of the one of the guards will be like this is this is at least cleaner than that mess we left in germany oh i see okay (laughs) <laughs> or not i think we'll get oh yeah one other prediction i have is i think we'll definitely get <laughs> i didn't like that oh, fuck why would oh i thought you, when you said one of the guards i was thinking like one of the lowly <laughs> security guards no one of the old guards Stop, be a history buff <laughs> this reminds me of world war ii germany yes. <laughs> what a strange prediction that would be <laughs> I think we'll get um, either either f- through flashback to the Crusades with like a really desaturated filter. <laughs> it's gonna be Charlize Theron when she was getting her like initial combat training. Oh man! It's gonna be like again, don't be weak, and she's gonna be like she's gonna get beaten down like mm-hmm. two or three times from like her male like mentor, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's gonna like take him down, yeah, and, like, push yeah. the baton, and her- you first. Yeah, I think we're getting a desaturated combat training. I could see, like, in that scene, she's also training with another child, and it turns out to be Chibatel. Oh, yeah. You were best of friends until your memory was wiped. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe a little memory wipe. A little memory wipe. (laughs) Oh, and then he makes the good choice in the end. Maybe he becomes good. I always loved you. Oh, man. What is this movie? (laughs) I feel like we might be super off with this. (laughs) Come back. This movie is fucking incredible. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm pr- my excitement's gone up a little bit. I'll yeah, give you yeah. that. Oh, I have one more. Actually, <laughs> this is kind of like what you said. I actually- <laughs> now I get what you said. I have I've written down just like the old crusade routine because yeah. <laughs> they're all they're kidnapped. Yeah, and they're like, "How are we gonna get out of here?" And he's like, "Remember the crusades? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Remember World War Two? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Then there's also a scene for sure. This one I'm pretty confident. Okay. About. Where Kiki's kind of coming to terms with, like, this reality of who she is. And she's just like, so you did this. Like, you were really here. What's Abraham Lincoln like? And she's going to be like, total douchebag. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think they discover the new girl? I got a little prediction here. It's actually, I'm pretty sure it's in the second trailer I watched. Oh, is it? So I won't really tell you. My prediction was that, like, she's, like, a competitive swimmer. And then she's like swimming in the pool and she like drowns. But then in the morgue, she like (gasps) catches her breath Mm. and that gets on Charlize's radar. That's actually, that's really good. Yeah. All right. 
on that one, I think we should hop into this movie, get some popcorn going. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll see you in three, two, one. Mm. And we're back. Yep, we have finished the old guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, few things I want to ask you, but as usual, I'd like it if we could do our three, two, one countdown for a rating. Okay, ready? All three, ready. two, one, Seven. six point five. Okay, okay, yeah. That's the first time we've been <laughs> somewhat agreeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, like I was thinking like five territory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it started in that kind of five territory yeah, quite we, firmly. For why do you? Get we were the, taking our shots. Yeah, <laughs> why do you get not literally taking shots? We were. Okay. We were digging at the film. Yeah, I don't so want to think that we do inappropriate things while we do the podcast. Um, can you just give a quick recap in case anyone hasn't seen it? In like 10 <laughs> seconds. Uh, New segment, a, 10 second recap, go. A uh, group of immortal mercenaries, uh, they get hunted to use their blood to, <laughs> to provide immortality to everyone. A new person comes along and reinvigorates their fight to fight against justice. Okay. Fight against justice. Justice? Yeah, fight, fight, no, justice. fight for justice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much right. So you got this group of mercenaries. Uh, they're kind of haggard. They haven't seen each other in a long time. Uh, and then they get recruited for this mission. Is, is the beginning of the movie just kind of blurring for you right yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> they get recruited for this mission. They go do it. It's set up to prove that they can have immortal powers because yeah. they film it. Oh, yeah. And then they're like... For some reason, we, we need their DNA, blood. But they didn't get any. It's yeah, like, no. wouldn't there be blood all over the floor? So there was a few plot holes along the way. Which is to be expected. And then she randomly has a dream about like another person. So mm-hmm. whenever there's a new person being integrated into their group, they all have like a mutual dream. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of goes and recruits her. They never really explain that. Really. No, yeah. Just, it's kind of a destiny, well, fate kind of thing. my notes. Um, so they do that. And then they kind of band together. And then what happened? <laughs> Two of them get kidnapped. Right. And then... By this, like, British young CEO researcher. Yeah, who you love. Merrick Pharmaceuticals. Here's a little, actually, fun fact. Do you know who that actor is? The poor man's Ben Wishaw. <laughs> he played Dudley Dursley. No, he yes, didn't. He did. I knew that would blow your mind. <laughs> he looks so familiar. He's still so unattractive. <laughs> He lost weight though. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, he was. You know, he was actually wearing a fat suit. Actually. Oh, really? It, from like the second movie on, because he just like wasn't that big in real life. Well, fair enough. I'm surprised Warner Brothers didn't shove pie down his face. Totally. <laughs> <but laughs> <laughs> little tie-in, same universe. <laughs> I know all about fascinating creatures. <laughs> so he's this evil guy. He wants to use it to help people, but then he kind of mentions money as well. Yeah. And then Chitwal Etifor is like an ex-CIA guy who he kind of recruits to help bring these guys in. Yeah, because he's jaded because he saw his wife die from ALS. Right. And he's like, you guys, with your blood, we can help these people yeah. and people like my wife. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of becomes a good guy because he's yeah. got the moral compass, which I didn't really see coming, to be fair. Oh. Uh, but, I mean, once we got into the movie, before yeah. the movie, I didn't okay, see it before coming. Okay, yeah. Uh, so they all kind of band together and they go take a facility and have a big shootout. Yep. And there's some, you know, dallying themes of like losing. We were talking about what their weakness would be and mm-hmm. it's something to do with like when it's your time, you just yeah. start losing your immortality. Mm-hmm. 
and Charlize Theron starts kind of losing hers. And I thought there were some cool things that were that were done in the film. Like I liked her backstory. Yeah. They left it very ambiguous as to how old she really was. Yeah. That kind of got me guessing. I was like, oh, like where's she from? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what's gonna go down? And then you learn this really interesting story about this is what, probably the highlight of the movie for me. Uh, she had like an old partner yes. back in the day that they would do all these like crusades together mm-hmm. and they thought they were witches in whatever time yeah. they were Oh in. man, that torture was... Yeah, there was some like brutal torture scenes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, rough. like here we go again. They'll probably just burn us alive or whatever. Yeah. And they put her in this like, uh, iron... like iron casket basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they throw her overboard so she'll just perpetually be like drowning yeah. and like coming conscious, drowning, coming that's conscious. Fucking, that's a... That's a freaky thing. Yeah, me. and we knew it was going to come back at some point. Yeah. Uh, and then we were kind of, we joked. We were like, oh, that's more like a sequel kind of territory. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end of the movie, one of the people on their team betrays them mm-hmm. temporarily because he just is sick of being alive, sick of being, he's so jaded. Yeah. And he gave a great monologue. Yeah. Let me had, say that. In the in the abandoned mine, he talked yeah. about being alone and the guilt of watching his family die. And I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. And now we see that because he's been like banished for a hundred years, which seems like he kind of <laughs> a bit of a harsh punishment. <laughs> yeah, six months later, he made it six months in, and he's like <laughs> drinking his ass off. Yeah, and he meets uh, Charlize Theron's like yeah. old comrade, Qu- Queen Quinn Quinn Quinn. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, oh, like nice to finally meet you. Yeah, so, yeah. that kind of was interesting to me, and surprisingly, yeah. I'm I'm down to see more of this universe. Yeah, and I think that's where I started to pick apart this movie. Is like I wanted to see them explore that lore a bit more. Yeah, like w- like what is Charlize's past? Like mm-hmm. you know, how old is she? It is, it is really strange how similar her character's backstory is to Hancock, which yeah. she's also in. Yeah, she's true. like we used to be. What was it? Switch uh, gods. Then mm-hmm. then we were witches. Now we're superheroes. Yeah, and that was kind of weird. That was weird. Maybe like explain the dream thing a bit more. That kind of happened like briefly in passing. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies where I feel, I feel like all those little fine details will start to like, you'll start to forget about them really quickly. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like if you actually dug into it, I think there's some pretty big plot holes and just like unanswered oh, okay, questions. Yeah. So that kind of bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Another thing that really bugged me was just, and I'm noticing with these kind of movies where they all fall down for me is just the the needless really on the nose exposition mm. like when characters are just by themselves and they're like like when she has the dream about uh the other person yeah uh, what's the character's name you're good with this uh nile nile jesus yeah she's like oh it only happens it hasn't happened for 200 years why is this happening now mm, yeah. like people just don't you talk don't speak like, like that, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, you know, the rules, like it takes longer to heal the more you've been alive. Yeah. Like, they just kept doing that. And it always pulls me out of it. I feel like there's, there's ways to do it through action. I get you got to do it sometimes, but mm-hmm. there's a lot in this movie. So as far as predictions go, anything that stood out to you that we, uh, you had the one where they like reference a person in history. Yeah. And then Charlie's like per- know personally knows him. Yeah. yeah so it that- was the artist Ro- yeah. Rodan. Yeah, I think it was Rodeo. No. Rodan. I think I'm saying that right, Rodan. Yeah, that was on there. I thought, just not really a prediction, but I thought the action was a little underwhelming. Like, Yeah, I wrote action was okay. Yeah, a little bit of handheld. A few just like, what's what's really going on? Yeah, like it didn't wishes. feel as smooth. Yeah, as an extraction per se. There was like some good gunplay, but even then. 
Yeah. I was kind of right about like the combat training scene, like when they first fight on the, the plane. And it was like, <laughs> fight for a little bit, stare at each other. Did oh, you even... not bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it wasn't quite on the... No- like, that's how I saw it going, mm-hmm. but... There definitely was like when Charlie's got stabbed. She's like, "Oh, yeah, Please got, like a, like an eye roll." Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna survive this, but it still hurts. A lot of chuckling after, uh, like mercenary comments. Mm-hmm. I okay. Yeah, my predictions were based on like Chiwetel being the main enemy. I guess that's that was very wrong. Yeah, they kind of set him up like that, and th- I kind of there was another really weird thing that they never really expanded on when he was kind of showing all his research about her. Mm-hmm. What was the thing about like Zenit or something where it was saying like she saves one person, but then that person ends up saving like hundreds yeah. of thousands of people? So Charlize's whole character was like, you know, I, I save people, but the world keeps going to shit. Yeah. And then he was showing like the cascade where he's, you know, she saved this group of people and then one of them went on to develop this uh, life-saving drug. Like an antibiotic or, or exactly, something. Exactly, yeah. Or one of them went on to win the Nobel Peace Prize in doing this and stuff right. like that. So it was weird like, because... You the save w- these people and it cascades down. Yeah, because the way the movie did that, it was playing this kind of like spine-tingling score. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like some kind of twist. Like oh, she yeah, was yeah. unintentionally like... Because she was had that jab about her being religious and she was like, trust me, God doesn't exist. Yeah. But it was almost like she was doing some kind of like destiny like she's chosen to save certain people who go on and save like and i was like oh that's what their purpose is maybe they were going never touched on yeah exactly i feel like they kind of missed the mark on that yeah so the movie couldn't quite decide and maybe they're setting this up for sequels and i'm sure that the graphic novel like source material probably Mm -hmm. goes into that a lot more but i was left feeling like it was a movie that didn't quite know like what it wanted to be Mm -hmm. the uh there was one, I guess, the, my major downfall for this movie, and I think we can both agree on it, was the the use of the music. Yeah. It was so, like, anytime a scene of importance happened, you'd get this, like, very jarring, vocally loud yeah. music. Like, with vocal tracks, and it's not, not a score, like an actual soundtrack. Like, yeah. Almost like Suicide Squad or something. Exactly, but with, like, bad bad music yeah <laughs> it felt like it felt like like in a late night softcore porn when the porn starts yeah. like music begins to play it was all it was all kind of like punky like airy voices yeah. you got you got you got some in you to share the end is near falling down <laughs> well, it was a lot of that mm. yeah it was it was weird it was actually i hated it i, I really disliked that <laughs> yeah it was not great you could tell, like, I think they used the same artist a couple of times. Yeah. I don't know if the director just really likes that artist, but... <laughs> more of that. Like, they used, more so than most movies, they use like, real songs. Like, mm-hmm. there was actually a pretty good scene where uh, Niall is first, like, realizes she's healed really quickly. And she's being kind of ostracized from everyone around her because mm-hmm. they think she's kind of this freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to go calm herself down, she just starts, like, pops in Frank Ocean and yeah. starts listening to that. I was like... Kind of cool, but not really what this movie's been yeah. so far. <laughs> the movie, like, if you're going to cascade through, We end with some like, Khalid. Yeah, like, exactly. It's you're like gonna, Spider-Verse. Like, the whole thing is this movie, like, they, they're alive for, like, seven, eight hundred years, like, you, and you're playing music from 2020. Yeah. And that's just kind of weird. Yeah, definitely. It was, tonally, it was an odd movie, because it felt yeah. like it had, like, elements of... I wrote down, actually, I meant to say this in the pre-part, but from watching the trailer, it remind me, reminded me of, like, a mashup of 
these kind of movies and this is reaffirmed after watching it. So I put movies I hope this is better than <laughs> Jumper. I had Jumper vibes. J- Jumper is, was better than this. All the Underworld movies. Okay. The A-Team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any X-Men spinoff and The Darkest Minds. Remember that one that came out? It was like it was trying to be the next like Hunger Games, Twilight. It's about all these kids that are born with like special gifts. Yeah, it sounds like some preteen dystopian novel. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was exactly what it was. Like they'll use you. Oh God, break free. Yeah, it was kind of just a mix. It felt like all the main characters should have been teenagers almost, <laughs> but they were all like fully grown adults. Yeah, which actually brings up the question: like, how does I don't know how does the aging work when it comes to immortality? Like, I guess it when seems you, like. When you unlock the immortality, you slow down significantly. Right. So you age normally until you're chosen, I guess. Yeah. And then you just, like, stop aging. Because yeah. Charlize Theron is, like, she looks about 50 compared to like 40. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, Niles in her, like, early 20s. Yeah. So it's, there's not enough explanation. And I feel like. But that, I think that's okay when you kind of dance around the immortality thing. I think there's a lot of naturally plot holes when you deal with that same with like yeah. when you go to time travel like you gotta and it kind of it was you gotta kind pick of, a theory and exactly with it. it was kind of iffy to me how easily she kind of fell for the ruse like at the beginning she got she got played a couple times Charlize Theron so like they go on this mission to save all these like kids mm-hmm. and then they realize it's a setup and mm-hmm. they get filmed then when her friend betrays her mm-hmm. the guns are empty and she gets like played again mm-hmm so she's kind of naive for someone who's like thousands and thousands Ooh. of years old. You think she kind of like have seen, been around the block a few more times? Maybe, maybe. She's even getting like swindled by like a 22 year old with like no <laughs> combat training. She like almost beats her. Oh yeah, and especially when she like wakes up and she's like tied in the plane. Yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, absolutely okay. done there yeah. at all. <laughs> That's funny. So I thought she was gonna be a bit like bit more of an imposing figure almost mm-hmm. and she didn't feel like and like her her purpose at the start she kept being like the world's not getting better it's only getting worse like i'm done yeah she and was so like, jaded the next scene she's like yeah like we'll do it yeah well so, i mean this this movie is not gonna pride itself on the dialogue i mean but then having said that you had the monologue with the other guy that was really good yeah the the gay couple who were also yes. part of the team and when he was like reaffirming his love yeah their their relationship felt very organic and there were some really nice like monologues between the two where mm-hmm. it didn't just feel like certain movies in the past that have just kind of thrown in these like token minority yeah. or or gay relationships for or, no reason. Or yeah, you just say it once and it's there. Yeah, exactly. This gave them actually a scene and it was good the way it was set up. It was like, oh, is he your boyfriend? It wasn't like, yeah, he is. It was like, this is why. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh shit. All right, yeah, I'm down with this. Yeah, so that was really well done. But if... If anything, it was just like Charlize Theron, the protagonist. Her character actually felt kind of like the flattest, like almost like the weakest. Yeah. And all the supporting characters. And she felt very monotone, actually. Yeah, like she wasn't great performance-wise. No. She kept saying a lot of like, you know we have to do this. You're one of us. Yeah, frankly, I, I expect more from Charlize. Yeah, she had that really good scene where she got betrayed and she had been shot. And she's like stopped healing. Mm-hmm. And like that was very good. But she's like screaming and like, mm-hmm. so like she's obviously capable. I think she was just trying to play that jaded angle. Yeah. Kind of comes across as flat, I guess. Yeah. And just to touch on like the dialogue of this movie that we had a couple of scenes. I, I just one that stuck out to me was like when they're on the plane 
and the girl's like, oh, I have so many questions. I was like, I didn't say that you'd like the answers. It felt like that whole conversation, everyone was speaking in half sentences. Yeah. Like, that, movie, like, movie it, that was talk. brutal, man. Like, you couldn't understand the dialogue. Well, it's like the reason you said, yeah, she's like, I thought you said there'd be answers. Or, yeah, and she's like, I didn't say you'd like them. But you, she still didn't answer the yeah, question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then it just cut. She accepted that. Or the other one where they're explaining how Quinn was getting tortured. Yeah. And Niall was like, oh, you can't blame yourself. It wasn't your fault. And then the next scene, she's <laughs> talking about I'll how Charlie is. Yeah, Charlie's like, I'll protect you. Like, I'll protect my team. And then Niall goes, like, you protected Quinn? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you just heard that she had nothing. She yeah, couldn't do you anything. literally just said the opposite. <laughs> And then you come in and making this woman who saved your life feel like absolute bag of dicks. <laughs> it makes no sense. It really didn't. But overall, you, like set pieces, the lab fight was. I don't nah, like. I don't like I, lab I forget, fights. I don't. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm honestly thinking back to this movie. And I, I have no recollection of the middle act. I remember like broken glass in the. In <laughs> like, there's a lot of broken glass in this movie, and like quick reloading. Yeah. And a lot of like slit throats, throat slitting. Yeah. And it felt like a lot of the team, I mean, I guess as much as I'm saying, I don't want this movie to be cheesy. Like it still felt as if their actual like abilities or their specialities or whatever weren't really like focused on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what do you guys actually do? Do you guys just like, yeah, there was like Like, one aside of like Booker was like the tech guy. Yeah. Very briefly. He had a laptop. Okay. Because, like, it didn't really say, like, what their day-to-day, like, kind of tasks are. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, is it war? Is it, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like as a team, I didn't really understand, like, what they do normally. Because, like, when they all meet up again at the start of the movie, they're like, oh, like, just, like, old times. Like, you yeah. missed this. But it's like, what are you guys really doing? Like, yeah. It was... It was the, the group dynamic wasn't there. Yeah. Because they didn't really spend that much time together, I guess, in no, the movie. Yeah. It was a lot of, a lot of separation. My last point is Chibatel was it was a little wasted in the film. Yeah. I haven't seen him, like... I mean, I'm sure he's got, like, lots of good performances. 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave is obviously the one where you're like, Jesus, this guy is incredible. Mm-hmm. But, but then you look at 2012, you're like, why, oh why are you God, in this I movie? He was in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, yeah, what else has he been in? Uh, oh, uh, Love Actually. He's, he's pretty good in that. What's that movie with T.I. and Hayden Christensen? Takers? Takers? Is he, he in, in Takers? I don't think he's in Takers. Chris Brown. I'm thinking Michael Ely's in Takers. Uh, <laughs> now, I, now I gotta look it up. Yeah, take a look. Oh yeah, he was a Scar recently, wasn't he? Yeah. In The Lion King. Oh, he was in Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Oh. He's picking all the blockbusters, eh? Go for the easy paydays. Oh, he was in The Martian. Okay. Yeah. Who wasn't in The Martian? That's true. Oh, he was in Salt. Oh God. <laughs> this is a very Salt kind of movie as well. Oh, maybe he was, I don't think he was in Takers. It was kind of before his time, really. I feel like he was a late bloomer. Yeah, he was, yeah. I, I'm sure he'll kind of get out of the block. He'll maybe yeah, Doctor he'll... Strange 2, he's going to be right around that Oscar conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but he, he was fine in the movie. So yeah, he was fine. But I would like to see him as an actor do more. Yeah. Like, he's got the pedigree. Give him a bigger role in this kind of film. Yeah, exactly. And not just singling him out, but this movie also had a lot of scenes where... People are trying to, it's like almost over dramatize the situation. Mm-hmm. Like they're talking with like a shaky voice. And you got the the sad nasally music in the background. Yeah, and it just felt like I felt like I, as much as I didn't think the movie felt too long. Although it's weird right now because I'm still looking at it. It says a, it says it was an hour fifty five. So maybe it was must be two oh five with the credits. Yeah, 
which is kind of unusual. They don't normally do that. One fi- 155 sounds about right. Yeah. It didn't feel like super boring. Like it went by a few little Did moments. It, I, think it, I think it was a little bit boring. <laughs> I think it was. It wasn't like, I think just some of the movies we watched recently have been like slugfests. Yeah, that's true. It's better than Scoob, I tell yeah. you that much. Scoob is still like sitting by. So I think about that movie like once a day. I'm just like, <laughs> Why did I put myself through that? How bad that movie was. Uh, here's something a little for you. Okay. Um, I feel like these Netflix originals, they kind of have like a, oh, that's a Netflix movie. They have a Netflix vibe to them. Uh, it's so like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, can I name you some here? Yeah. Six Underground, Triple Frontier, Extraction, The Old Guard. Yeah. It's like they've, and I think you had mentioned this to me um not during a podcast session but how like the netflix studios they like to have their own kind of cinematography their own kind of feel right glossy yeah and i and it's starting to set in for me yeah and i think they need to kind of break out of that yeah they could do something i think they need to because to me the best way i can describe all these movies are like almost movies yeah they're all like that deep water horizon yeah exactly there's been a few of them in theaters, but those ones that are just... What was the other one with Mark Wahlberg where they, like, steal, uh, like, freighters? They break into, like, freighters oh, and steal... Oh, with... Um, based on a true story. Kate Beckinsale plays his wife. Yeah. Some drug thing. Oh, my God. What is that movie called? Anyway, these movies are, like, almost movies where mm-hmm. they're, they're not quite the budget and, like, the backing behind them mm-hmm. to, like, be a... Uh, like an Inception or something. Yeah, yeah. But they're too good to be like direct to DVD. They're just kind of caught in the middle. Mm-hmm. So either make less of them and like go for it, mm-hmm. or strip back and make some more like indie, kind of like yeah. Warrior, Manchester yeah, yeah. by the Sea type movies. Because right now we're getting these middling action films where you know you're not getting plot, you know you're not getting strong dialogue, but you might get some cool shots and you're going to get some good action. Yeah. And like the one big name that kind of yeah. draws you in, like a. Maybe a Denzel or something. Well, speaking of Netflix, I don't know if you saw headlines here. They just signed a new movie starring Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling. Okay. Directed by the Russo brothers. $200 million budget, a spy action thriller. Jesus. Did you hear about this new movie with Tom Holland that the Russo brothers have just done? Yeah, the bank one. Where he plays, like, it takes place over, like, 20 years. Yeah. And apparently they think he's going to be, like, front of the Oscars line this year. Oh, really? I thought it was like a more of like a comedy. No, it's like a heavy drama. He's oh, like yeah. a drug addict who's mm-hmm. like robbing banks to fuel his drug yeah. uh, habit. And I saw like the first still and he's like buzz he's cut. Bald, like, bald yeah. hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Are the Russo brothers going to solidify themselves as top-end directors? Like the biggest directors in Hollywood? I mean, they're pretty much all. They need one hit that's like, a, they need like a, they need that movie. Yeah, yeah they need like a drama there. hit. Yeah, for sure. Project Power, that's next yeah, on the list. Project eh? Power. Oh, it was good to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt back. I'm excited. Yeah. Sure. He's taking 10 years off. Has he really? Yeah. His last movie was, what, Inception Premium, 2010. Premium Rush? Yeah, it was like 2012, 2013. Don John. No, he did a Snowden movie. That wasn't that long ago. That doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> Lead role, like, <laughs> Oliver Stone, like. But no, he's he, he's, been a, he's been away for a while. But no, uh, Old Guard, I would never watch it again. No, I don't never. Think. But I'd watch a sequel. If, if, if the, when the new yeah. guard is out, I'll check it out. Yeah, and the way they set up the sequel, it looks a lot more interesting than this kind of lab, militarized them plot. Yeah. If the sequel sounds like it's going to be, you know, Booker and Quinn versus these other guys, yeah. we're going we're gonna to take 
deep down into the lore and, and kinda, now like with Charlize Theron as a mortal yeah yeah there might be some interesting so what does that look there? like yeah even like how they approach an action scene with Charlize being mortal like yeah how they surround her that would be that'd be a cool cool take on it before she gets it back halfway yeah, through the movie obviously yeah <laughs> cool well until next time then maybe what was, it, what was it called again baby boomer the next one project power <laughs> project power it's not out for like another year no it comes out in august does it yeah Sure. When Netflix drop a trailer, it's like right around the corner. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm down then. So we'll have that. We'll have that coming for you soon. Yeah. Until then, I've been Anthony. I've been Omen. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.